The following is an original audio series from Sierra International Machinery, Pile of Scrap, with your host, John Sacco. Well, hello, everybody. It's, well, day three of the Israel Convention, and I have the distinct honor of having a friend, but more importantly, the president of BIR, the Bureau of International Recycling. Pleasure Tom to be here. Tom Bird, welcome. Pleasure. Thank you, John. But Tommy, your son, yep. he's 13 years old now. He plays rugby. 14, 14. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, 14. So he plays rugby, though, in soccer. So America's probably not your best rugby country in the world. We're getting up there in soccer, not the, or football, well, as you call yeah, it. Yeah, well, well, the soccer team's strong here. Uh, you know, there's a lot of good uh, U.S. soccer players playing in the, uh, in the Premier League in the U.K., uh, but rugby's also pretty strong. You know, you know, you from you know from time to time you put out a pretty good international team. Well, we're we're trying. We got big match today: USA versus Mexico. So yeah. this World Cup, it's big, well, big yeah, it's a big match. So anyway, so big let's game. get down to it. You know, you spoke at our board of directors at Isri Board of Directors, and I thought your words, as I as I commented, was brilliant because you have an excellent grasp, but. You know, the word recycling in, in your sphere of influence, do you see the same influence from policymakers, regulators that are trying to work against our industry as we do here in the United States? Very much so. I think there's a lack of understanding uh, of exactly what we do. And I think if you take a look at the recycling industry over the years, we probably haven't been as coordinated as we should have been in getting our message across. We're much, much better at that now. Uh, and when you're talking about regulations, yes, I mean, for example, you know, in Europe right now, we're faced with um, potential disruption to our ability to export material out of the, Euro out of the European Union, uh, which, you know, we have to oppose on all levels because, you know, we've got, we got to continue to promote the free trade. Open and free, uh, fair and free trade. That's fair what Israel's always been about. Absolutely. And, you know, as, 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 as you've said many times, and I know it's very close to your heart, you know, we do not produce waste. We we produced a resource. We are resource. We are call it what you will, secondary raw materials, resources. I like we to call are it essential. a commodity because commodity. nobody ever thinks as commodity Absolutely. as a trash, a waste, junk. A commodity. Oh, nobody calls wheat. You know, wheat's a commodity, right? Exactly. Nobody calls that junk. Nobody calls that waste, right? Exactly. So that's why I like the word commodity. You know, and and, and I also like to say, the recycling industry we are the original environmentalist we were green long before it was fashionable <laughs> green before green exactly yeah, yeah so so tell us about what's going on well let, let, let's get right down to it we got a big issue with this ukrainian russia yeah. i'm going to call it a war because to me i'm watching a war. oh it's very much a war now you as the chair, uh, president of bir you yeah. have russian yeah. federations that are member yeah. and ukrainian how do you navigate this? Yeah, no, it's a difficult one. And I think, you know, as Russellum is now a member of BIR, the National Association for Russia, and uh, Arno, the Director General of BIR, and myself, we were due to go out there this year to, to support their conference. But, of course, you know, travel is a little bit difficult, impossible now there. And, and, and we have Ukrainian members. And, you know, there are, there are a couple of, um, of, of, of individuals that I know very well from, from the Ukraine who have been caught up in this conflict, regular attendees at BIR, involved in the industry. Um, and it's a tragedy. Uh, and the problem is that, you know, when you look at it from... This isn't about Russians and Ukrainians. This is a policy decision taken by something that's outside of the Russian people's control. Are you getting control. any pressure from members uh, that... We should not that you should not allow a Russian delegate. No, not at all. Not at all. I think actually it, because I think they they would be more helpful in ending the conflict than they would 
Yes, being no, very much so. I mean, I, I, mean I, I, I have, I have, you know, Russian colleagues as we all do, and associates, and 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 and, and business contacts, and you know, it's it's heartbreaking. This what's going on? It's it's, you know, it's it's it, it, it's creating divisions that just shouldn't be there. Um, so and what is, more can I say? This is hurting manufacturing in Europe. Of course. This is killing it. Of course. 70% of the steel that is made, look, here at Isri, we've got all this equipment up and down the road. A lot of it is manufactured in Europe. Sourcing steel is is problematic. Huge right pressure. Now. I mean, you look at every, you know, all of the presentations that we've seen over the last couple of days. And, you know, you can see the, the, the tremendous pressure that's been put on supply chain and the impact that's having upon our industry right across the globe. I mean, we talked just briefly before the meeting and uh, in terms of uh, BIR and, and, and the global aspect of, of what we do. Um, you know, are we more European? Are we more? We're global. The, the, the world's a small village now. You know, this, it, the, 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 the consequences of a, of a conflict in Ukraine affect the world it's not just a european thing um it might seem a long way away in terms of of of, of where it is when you look on the television screens here you know for us it's in our backyard it's, yeah, it's right in, it's your right backyard, in our backyard yes. but the consequences are global so let's talk about the consequences uh right now in, in the material trading this disruption if you will uh yeah we see commodity prices rising which you know short term that's always a good thing I think long-term for the consumer, that just the regular citizens of all the countries, it's going to be painful. Of course it is. What's BIR doing right now in regards to all of this? What? Well, look, in terms of, a, I mean, we are a, um, we're not really a commercial organization, a trade organization as such. So in terms of what's happening in the markets, you know, we're a... We're a, we are a, um, a, 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 a global organization that represents the industry. Right. Of course, when we have our conferences, it, it's a trading, or, you know, people right. come to trade and to meet. Sure. But in terms of, of what, I, what, from a market perspective, obviously, as an individual, I have my view and I look at it and I, and I comment on it. But in terms of BIR, we just have to represent and support our members as best we can during what, you know, these challenging times. So, I, I mean, I, I, I'll give you a classic. I mean, I was asked to make some comments recently on, um, on, on what's happened on the LME. It's not really appropriate for me to do that in terms of a, uh, as president of BIR, because, you know, you know for us to sort of make any kind of uh, take any kind of stand on right. what has happened with the LME would be wrong that's not what we do we represent the industry in terms of you know the policy decisions that are out there making sure that you know their needs are met uh, in so many other different areas the market's the market that will take care of itself or not depending on just, how it's going on you're representing a lot of members a lot of you know country you want people to have the same access all over the world absolutely so we talk about the show. Here we are, Isri. We're end of March. Yeah. Uh, you have a great show coming up, the yep. Spring Convention. In what do you Barcelona. call it? Uh, this was Spring Convention in okay, Barcelona. Okay, tell us yeah. about it. Well, we're in Barcelona this year, which is a beautiful city. Love uh, Barcelona. As, as you well know. It's um, it's going to be uh, very well attended. Um, it's Although we had... A, a tr we, we had what we called a trading forum of such or a, right. a get together if you like in, in Brussels back in October but this really is a fully blown convention uh, where all the commodities will be represented and I'm really looking forward to it how, many, be great how to, many people will be attending this uh, one? We'll, we'll be full up I, at this present moment in time difficult to gauge but you know many hundreds hopefully well okay so for instance um, here at Israel this year we're over 5,000 yeah. that's a big convention Huge. so when you had your big, huge conventions, if you will, at BIR. What's the number on that? 
Uh, we're getting up to around about 1,200, you know, for the really big businesses. But it's slightly different uh, at BAR. You have a very big trade, like here we are now, for right, example, the, the here. trade show, you absolutely. Have a, you have a really big trade show. Uh, we, we have stands, but not quite to the same extent as this. It's a slightly different thing. Um, so, um, and it's very international. So you can imagine we have, we have people traveling from all over the world. Uh, so do we have to have a negative COVID test to go into uh, the BIR? Because you had to show a vax card or a negative test to look, get in here at ISRI. Look, what's your what's your policy going to be? Look, we, we need, we'll need we be talking about that. I mean, <laughs> so you, you haven't come up with it no, yet. No, I'll tell you why. Because Europe is, um, there are so many different rules to keep changing in Europe right now <laughs> to keep up with things. But we are gradually moving away from, you know, um, it's becoming freer. I'll give you that. The UK, for example, um, no form filling as of last week now so when i travel back to the uk at the end of this week i don't have to fill out any passenger locator forms and all of that that's all stopped so you know each 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 month it's it's changing so hopefully by the time we get to um by the time we get to barcelona the only restrictions will be what you need to get in from whichever country you're traveling into spain itself so. well let's just hope they'll you know, come May because my wife and I are traveling uh, to Barcelona. We're going to do a little European after Barcelona. Yeah. We're going to go see our Italian manufacturers. And then we're going to go to your daughter's wedding. You, are, you got yes. a big wedding coming we up, have, Mr. Tom. Yes, I do. I got one this year and one next year. <laughs> I have, I, have, I have twin daughters and they're getting married a year apart. Uh, yes, in, in June. My, uh, I won't say my, my oldest daughter by 17 minutes is, uh, is getting married in, uh, in June. Yes, right. And... Uh, absolutely delighted I, that you and Monica I'm looking are forward to it. I mean, I, I'm really happy, you know, with COVID and this pandemic really, you know, on the downward trend, let's just hope we don't get out of here because I've always enjoyed traveling. I've always yeah. enjoyed the BIR. You know, when I was chairman of ISRI, I, I traveled to the BIRs and it was you, Mick Tom, Mick, was it Mick Tom, Mick, uh, Mick Wright. Mick Wright, yeah. And uh, Robert Voss. Yeah. The three of you yeah. befriended me. Yeah. And because I could talk football or soccer yeah but you three befriended me and from that point on i go i'm going to bir i have friends now yeah and i think it's great and that's oh, it's part great. of it you yeah, come yeah, here yeah you got friends here yeah yeah you've been busy it's lovely to see everyone here yeah, well, yeah. it's great said, to be you know, back together again yeah so what's your term as president of, of bir look it's been it's been challenging as you can imagine i mean you know i i i was talking to gary you know gary sort of has been has been president during the pandemic period unfortunately for gary he's only got a couple of years so he's now sort of you know he's up now 20 i think he's 20 he's, 22 yeah, he, he, uh, so he's there's an election tomorrow yeah and he's his tenure as chairman so, so he's had a pretty rough deal you know so for me i've had sort of two years of pandemic but fortunately I'm up until 2023, so next year. So I've got another full full year to do where I can do my job as uh, now, president. Now, can you do more, or is that that just a drop dead deadline like here at Israel? It's two years and you're done. It's 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 what it is. It is it it is two and two. So it's two years and two years. I mean, at the end of two years, you then sort of have a. Uh, uh, it's a formality, uh, but nevertheless, you know, if you do a an, if you do a pretty poor job, you can always get ousted. <laughs> but at the end of two years, you then have to just to get re-elected for they your final two years. They might do it a lifetime years. with you. You're doing such a good job well, you're navigating it, this. But it, huh? but it has been a challenge, and I and I, you know, I've, I felt for Gary uh, in doing what he's had to do with the conventions at a miss. And you know, I've, you know, part of being president or chair of Israel, in my case, president of BIR, is it gets a chance to get out to meet people, to promote the industry. To, to get involved on a lot of the stuff with policy organization the, and what's going on. The one thing that's come out of this, I guess, that's been positive in a sense, 
is that we have been very engaged with the national associations. So as I mentioned in my speech the other day, you know, I was talking about how close now BAR is the as the world, the pinnacle of the of, of the recycling industry, right. and how close now our relationship is with Israel. And you know, I've got a great, I had a superb relationship with Gary, uh, Gary Champlin, uh, I, uh, and, and uh, Robin Viner, fantastic team Robin's out of, out of the Washington. Best. I mean, when, when I was chairman, she, you know, she's great. The best. And and Adina, of course, and Adina's like, I mean, huge, huge amount of time for these people. They've been a huge support to BAR. And as I said, during that period, um, because we've had to connect and you know particularly when we talked about you know the the uh, recycling being essential right. and getting that message to governments we work very closely on that so it's actually despite it's not getting together in person it's brought us closer together because we've had to work on so many issues and, and i think um, we, that, we, we that are important we found out you know when, when we that you could stay open because recycling is essential right so now the challenge and I've been on this, you know, Sierra with my messaging on LinkedIn, our, our messaging in our company. Nothing in this world gets made without the recycling industry. You can't make this building without recycled steel, copper, aluminum, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that's a big important message and that's worldwide. We have to continue the message. Our industry really supports, you can't make a car without recycled metal. Yeah. So. I, it's really important that this message continues, this cooperation continues, because as this new world that we go out into, because the world changed just a few weeks ago with, with the conflict, that we need to end the conflict to understand that our industry supports, saves, how, you said in your speech, and, and it was yeah, 150 you, million tons. You, you, in Europe alone, the use of steel scrap, and I'll quote Europe because we got the latest figures on that um, the other day, in, in, in using steel scrap in steel making in Europe alone saves 150 million tons of CO2 gases alone just by the use of see that's incredible I mean these numbers are colossal and that's just steel how about aluminum how about absolutely. plastic how about absolutely. paper copper steel. Yeah. the whole thing the whole thing the CO2 savings the energy savings or and particularly when we talk about energy what's happening now and the cost <laughs> of energy you know I mean you know we are the future this industry is the future this is interesting energy Europe has gone away from nuclear. Do you, do you see it coming back? Uh, look, you know, I mean, I got to, you know, my views on that. You know, I well, think it was. Yeah, you, just you know, that. I hope. I mean, look, you know, I mean, you take a look at where we are at the moment. You know, it's. Um, I think it says it all, doesn't it, John? Well, you know, I I met one time a few years back with the former founder of Greenpeace, Patrick Moore, and uh, he talked about the uh, fossil fuels versus nuclear energy. And then I, I, I challenged him. I said, well, you know, Chernobyl and Three Mile Island. He says, how many people die, John? And I said, I don't know, maybe 100. He goes, you know how many people die a year from a machete? Are we going to ban machetes? Interesting, yeah. And I... And I yeah. But it's, it's bad if something happens. That's, a, that's I think, and in this yeah. war... Yes, I mean, I you think, have these nuclear power plants that everybody's going. Oh and, my God. And, and it's interesting because that's what people are actually talking about. They're, they're, they're not, they haven't been talking about so much. You know, it's, it's there in the background. The N word, as they saw the nuclear word, they keep talking about. You know, and it's, it's there in the background. Um, but the big fear is, as you quite rightly said, you know, the nuclear power plants being destroyed or damaged, 
and the, and 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 that's the that's that's the big scary part for me about this war. Are people right now. more scared from damage from a conflict, terrorism, or from malfunction? Do you think? What do you think the fear is now around nuclear power? Yeah. Um, I think this particular crisis that we're witnessing at the moment and the I think it, you know at the early stages of the war when there was the the, the, the power station was taken over the one power station sure. I forget the name of it and they were actually um, you know there was some uh, artillery fire that landed pretty close to it I think that really did make people you yeah, know get kind of jittery and I think that at the moment I suppose if you were to ask somebody what's your biggest fear they would say a conflict like this Right. I think with things like terrorism and so on, I think the security and all the rest of it, we've had them around for a long time. I'm, I'm not so sure, but I think certainly in a conflict where, you know, a stray, a stray artillery shell could do an awful lot of damage. Yeah, that would, that would, boy, something like that, that would change European life. Completely. I mean, Chernobyl did for a while when it happened. Completely. But in, if it happened again to where it's radiation escaped on yeah. a greater level. Yeah. And, and, and it's interesting we talk about Chernobyl because, you know, over the last, I think, two or three years now we've had much more information come out about exactly what happened there there's been a couple of documentaries there was the sky series of course the dramatization which apparently was very very accurate and you actually look at that and you see how close we were to a major major incident yeah. and 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 i think that's why sort of you know when we see what's happening in the ukraine now of course because chernobyl was in ukraine uh, yeah and, and, and most and, people and wouldn't know that exactly so, so you know all right so as we move forward okay, well, I want to talk real quick. Where, where's your fall show going to be? Do we know yet where you, the fall conference, the BIR conference is going to be? Yes, we are uh, hopefully Dubai. Dubai is the thought. But I've never been to Dubai. I want to go. Having yes, in Dubai yes, gives it, me an excuse to yes, go. Yes, interesting. <laughs> and, I, and I've literally just come away from a meeting now where I was speaking to, uh, to, to someone. And certainly, certainly that, that region, but there's also another place up the road called Abu Dhabi that is also sounds very interesting as well. So I think, you know, probably Dubai. I think we're going to settle well, on that. We'll be firming that up soon. I, I'm looking forward to that because I've never, I've never visited there. I want to. That's something Monica and I want to do. And then, of course, you great, and Rachel a, are going to be there. Place, the, yeah. You know, our little clony, our little travel group, we're going to go. Yeah. But, you know, Tom, thank you for coming in Pleasure, here. pleasure. You know, I think under your leadership, and because of the crisis of the pandemic, bringing the trade associations, ISRI and BIR together, even closer, working on a closer relationship, I feel it, and I feel like there's no, it's no longer us, them, it's us together. Yeah. And you're doing a great job, your leadership. Thank you and very much. Appreciate the, it. The, the, the and your support as well. I mean, I love it. You know, you guys coming over from, from the U.S. It's such an important part of BIR, you know, have your influence and your and your input in it, which you, you know, you, yourself, obviously George and, and, and the team. It's fantastic. And it's really important that, you know, we have our American friends come and join us. Well, I think it's again, the world is one. And this recycling industry, we're one industry just separated by borders and oceans, if you will. So, exactly right. Uh, thank you for coming on. Pleasure. Thank, thank you, you for joining me. Thank you for your insights to what's going on. And uh, hey, let's hope everything settles out and we're, we're back to so. life as normal. But let's I look hope. forward to seeing you here for the next few days and then uh, coming up soon in Barcelona. Thanks so much, John. Likewise. All Brilliant. right. Well, that's it for another version of Pile of Scrap. This has been a Sierra International Machinery original audio series. Thanks for listening. Please share this podcast and make sure to subscribe.